From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Conway's speech, what did you make of it? Well, it was much anticipated, wasn't it? Um, I thought he delivered really uh, what was advertised. They said there would be brief comments about monetary policy developments, and that was an accurate description. The comments were brief. Uh, it did give us some insight. I mean, Mike, these comments, are, they're always open to interpretation, are they, aren't they? But my take is that the data releases and developments since November have not generated any material change uh, to the Reserve Bank's thinking with regard to their monetary policy stance. And I think, look, we can make a, a sensible assumption that this, is this what he talked about is the thinking of the RBNZ staff. Now, you've got to remember, that's not the Monetary Policy Committee. That is a separate... But they do give advice to the Monetary Policy Committee, so we assume this is advice that they're given. Um, look, he acknowledged that uh, GDP, that growth result that was below expectations and you know, the downward revisions that we also saw to historic outcomes, but he really pushed back on, on drawing any monetary policy implications from those lower growth numbers. He said it doesn't necessarily mean that capacity pressures have reduced. In fact, their interpretation is that the private demand was actually revised up because the culprit in the downward revision was lower what we call real or inflation-adjusted government expenditure. In other words, although the government was spending more, it was less than the rate of inflation. Uh, look, he also highlighted migration. We expected that and talked about the potential impact of all the people coming in. We've got the highest population growth that we've had for decades, uh, the potential impact on rents and also on council rates, you know, because you've got more people demanding more services. Uh, he did talk about the strength in non-tradable inflation. That was also expected. But his parting comment was that there is a, a way to go to get inflation back to the target midpoint, which tends to reiterate their OCR track, which is no uh, relief on the interest rate front until the early part of 2025. A uh, couple of comments, Mike. Look, this non-tradable inflation issue, I just want to make the comment, some of those components of non-tradable inflation, I don't know how you're going to move those with monetary policy. I mean, how do you move in the fact that, you know, global insurance cover is getting harder to get and insurance is going up? Council rates, because we've got to spend more money on infrastructure. I mean, how does monetary policy address that? But the other thing, Mike, is that the RBNZ needs to keep the market from anticipating rate cuts because if they do, then interest rates fall and essentially monetary policy eases a little bit. So no dovish pivot from the RBNZ. The fact of the matter is the market didn't change their view on market pricing. The market is still anticipating rate cuts in the second half of this year, which is a different place yeah. from the RB. So time will be the judge. Of OK, right across here. the Tasman, their, um, their story on the old retail front's the same as ours. Yeah, I just want to talk about this. Australian Bureau of Statistics yesterday, they released the uh, retail spending numbers for the lucky country for the month of December. And it's a similar pattern there that what we're seeing here in New Zealand, which is November good, December bad in terms of retail sales. So retail sales fell 2.7% in Australia in December. Uh, in November, they're up 1.6%. The point here, the point of all this, is that uh, we're changing our spending patterns, Mike. There's this growing popularity of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and we are moving... Christmas spending to November. So there's big discount days attracting dollars. I mean, look, I 
don't I didn't participate in Black Friday in either of these, so it's a it's a loss a loss on me. But apparently this is what we're doing. Mm. So it's affecting what's spending in December. You're looking at the Aussie data. Uh, so household goods, department stores, fashion retails, clothes, footwear, uh, and I'd sort of claim that this is the biggest monthly decline in Aussie retail sales since the pandemic lockdowns in mid 2020. And before that, you've got to go back to 20, uh, the year 2000. So it's a pretty significant number, Mike. Jeez, numbers, please. Right, the uh, Dow Jones is up small. It's up 48 points, 0.13 percent as we go to air. The S&P 500 is uh, really flat, 4928, and the Nasdaq is at 15,539. It's down 90 points, which is just over half a percent. Overnight, the FTSE 100 gained about half a percent, 7671. The Nikkei was uh, up. 0.11 of a percent, so small gain, 36065. Uh, the Shanghai Composite lost 1.8 percent, uh, 2830, so quite a big fall there. The ASX 200 yesterday, they gained 0.29 of a percent, 7,600 was the close, and we gained two points in the NZX50, 11,914. Kiwi was a little bit stronger after uh, after the speech yesterday, 0.6123 against the US, uh, 0.9287 against the Aussie, 0.5646 euro. 0.4829 uh, against the pound, 19.47 Japanese yen. Gold is trading at uh, 2,035 US dollars and Brent crude $83.03. You have a fabulous day, Andrew Keller,